Hey, welcome to the Youth Pastors Anonymous podcast. I am Tom, joined by Jerry. We are excited to talk today, and we're going to talk about what happens when something flops, or an idea flops, or a sermon seems to be going bad. Do you just cut it and move on? What's the backup plan? Do you plan even for something to flop? Obviously, that's not our intention. Hopefully not. So, on those lines, there's a conference going on in our local area, and uh, one of the pastors was up talking, and Jerry, what did he say? So he got up there, and he, uh, he was calling people to the front to pray, and um, so people were going up, and then he kind of stood up there, and he was like, so this may be a little different, but um, is there a Jerry in the crowd who's over 50? And then he was kind of just looking around, and I was looking around to see, because I was wondering... Is there someone over 50 named Jerry? And then no one put their hand up. And he was like, hmm. I just thought God wanted me to pray for a Jerry over 50. And then he continued on. So it kind of flopped. It flopped. He was expecting there to be a Jerry and there was not. Hmm. At least he wasn't like slapping somebody on the forehead and telling them to roll around on the floor. That's a bonus. Pulling off his coat. Yeah. Whipping them all. Yeah, selling them holy water and... But awkward moment, mm-hmm. like super, super awkward. Yeah, I could imagine about as about as awkward as the the interpretive dance flag wavers during worship nights. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, do you join them or do you just do you just watch? Let Are them they do their thing. What about the like? Do not cause a brother to stumble idea. Maybe like mm. one of the, one of the kids is like, oh, that dancer's pretty cute. <laughs> She's up there in her leotard or whatever dancing, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I've been to a church and they're like, well, we take the offering. We're gonna have a special dance number. I'm yeah. like, what? Are, are, are you for real right now? And this lady got up in like her Lululemons and <laughs> started dancing. And I went, uh, are we sure that this belongs in the church? Yeah. Like, I, I'm all for We're using gifts and... Artistic expression. And Yeah, artistic expression. I just, I thought it was more distracting. And I'm like, man, you know there's at least 20 guys in this room who are just checking <laughs> her out right now. Yeah. that That's yeah. all I can think. So on wow. youth nights that flop, what do you do? Let's start with, let's start with games that flop. Um... We've played some games recently with our preteen group, and I think the thought process level was a little above theirs. Yeah. If they didn't have leaders, I don't think the game would have ever made it to the end. But they had their first initial tape to their front, their last initial tape to their back, and then they were given, like, fruit, and then they had to line up and spell out a fruit together. And we called it Words with Friends, and it was like, if the leaders weren't there to organize it, would have for sure been a flop. Yeah. And what do you do in that case scenario? Well, at that point, you kind of just have to ride it out. Or I would say, like, if you're in a gym. Play dodgeball? Play, yeah. Play go dodgeball. To, go to Old Faithful. Like, yeah. just switch it up. Um, because you don't want it to end on a lame note. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I would switch it up right away. Yeah. One of my professors who taught a youth strategies course he always had something he called like the tickle trunk or the treasure trunk or something like that. <laughs> and he just had random objects in it. And if something was flopping in a game, he would go to it and just pull it out and there'd be like chocolate bars and 
like hula hoops or rubber bands and and he would just make something up on the spot and he called it the tickle trunk and he, or the treasure trunk oh, or just the weird. trunk of fun the, I don't know. It can be interpreted many different ways. Don't don't take it wrong. <laughs> that that whole idea calling it something flopped, obviously. Yeah. yeah. What do you it's do mid message going well and you're and you you're like, oh well, it's obviously not going well if it's flopping. It's not going well <laughs> and you're going, Oh no, this isn't connecting at all. I just feel scrambly. Do you commit to it and go like what do you do? That's a hard one because you've, well, I'll say this. If you've actually taken your time to go through your message and you're thinking of all the different things, like who am I speaking to, Mm -hmm. uh, where do I want to take this and stuff, and you're being faithful to what the text is saying, I don't think it should flop. And I think there's a difference between flopping as in the kids aren't super interested in it Mm -hmm. and you just being completely off with what you're saying. I would call that's a flop. If a kid's not listening... Heresy is a flop. Heresy is a flop. Yeah. Heresy is a... a that's the biggest you flop you can stop. do. Yeah. yeah. You should... You've flopped out of your youth pastor role yeah. if you're speaking heresy. Like, if you're misdefining the tr- the trinity, like, mm-hmm. the modalism, Patrick. That's yeah, modalism. modalism. <laughs> that's modalism, Patrick. I had, uh, we're getting off topic, but this is a funny story. So I was teaching on the Trinity one time, um, at my church and it was just like a straight seminar. So straight teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was talking about like, here's all the Trinity heresies. So I was like modalism. And I was like, also like most of our partialism. Yeah. All of our illustrations are like, a lot of them are basically heresy, even though we don't mean it. So I brought up the, um, you know, God is like uh, water, or he's like, like water, liquid, yeah. and then he's a cube, and then uh, vapor or whatever. Um, and so I was like, "That's modalism," like because they're not all, mm-hmm. they're, they're not always solid, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And so, like I, I said, that I went through like the eggshell, the sun. Yeah, the God sun. is like the sun, the heat, the ray, the and still and heresy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though it sounds good, it still is. Yeah. So I went through that, and then afterwards, the <laughs> the lead pastor's wife came up to me, and she's like, oh, that was really good. I really enjoyed that. But, um, you know, I really like the illustration of the water. Like, that's just such <laughs> a great illustration. Except it's still like, heresy. But then my lead pastor came up to me, and he was like, that was great. Really good job. Like, but I'm, I'm sticking with my, uh, with my water illustration. Like, that's really good. I'm going to fight for that one. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, oh, no. okay, you do you. That's what I happens already... when you're the youth pastor, but, junior pastor. Opinion only counts for half. Yeah. So, so um, anyways, yeah. How did I get on that? What, what did I message I'd, flopping preteens? I did this now call. I, I, how do you, I didn't want to be heretical, yeah, but I do like the the Trinity is like a fidget spinner, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this piece is not that piece, and that piece is not that piece, but they are all a fidget spinner. Together. And you spin it, and it looks. Like and when one. you spin it, they all look like one. The problem is, it's still borderline heresy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's not like a great there is not, illustration yeah. really. This yeah. is becoming like the Trinity episode. The Trinity episode. Yeah. I thought it was flops. the flop episode. But that is, I would say that's a flop. Let's bring it back. I think yeah. that's a flop when you 
use an illustration that just does not that doesn't work work or yeah. it's like it's basically heresy or when you're up on stage and you're like where two or three are gathered so obviously god's here and it's like oh but what do you do with the person who's praying by themselves yeah god's yeah. not there obviously yeah. yeah understand your context that's please a, and that's a flaw that's when, a flaw when you're using, not understanding using that context, verse wrong yeah using yeah. verses out of context and it all yeah. stems out of not actually being prepared. For, but it's okay, because I can make all things unflop through Christ who Christ strengthens, who strengthens me. me. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a, a plan for my life for me to prosper and not to harm me. <laughs> yeah. Even while I'm flopping yeah. on stage. No suffering at all. <laughs> Just blessing. You know what? If I give Just $5... If you give $5 to Youth Pastors Anonymous and pray hard enough, you that $5... so much blessing. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be blessed for it. And yeah. we're going to go get... McDonald's. <laughs> you bless us, that's for sure. <laughs> that is a blessing. Yeah. Count every blessing. Name <laughs> in, them one in by chicken one. nuggets. <laughs> I named this one Fred. This one Sam. Uh, <laughs> I love chicken nuggets. They're my they're my favorite thing at McDonald's. I think we should do a chicken nugget youth event. Just order like hundreds of chicken nuggets. Yeah. And, and see who like, can eat the most. Yeah. Just have a mountain of chicken nuggets. Mount chicken nugget? I'm going to do that now. That event would not flop. No, it wouldn't. Who doesn't like McDonald's? Yeah. What about when you've done or said something that you shouldn't have said at youth? How do you deal with that type of flop? So, for example, youth pastors are usually fairly quick and witty. We always got good comebacks. Yeah. To avoid actually hurting a kid, I've always responded with, your mama. <laughs> <laughs> until it just crosses a line where I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I, I shouldn't have said that. There's something yeah. about humility, I think. Yeah, I th- in well, if it's one kid, I think you you go up to them and you're like, hey, that wasn't cool. Yeah, That was my bad. Your mom actually did go to college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand your mother is smart. <laughs> yeah, your mother's so smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but what about like... Um, youth pastors who do it in front of like the whole group and they just say something completely offside. Mm. And so it just completely derails yep. the message. What do you do then? I hope I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy. That's what you do. <laughs> you, you study and prep enough. I've, I, now, one thing I have done mid-message when I felt like it wasn't all connecting, I stopped and prayed. I think that's an example of humility where you're yeah. like, okay, God, we're all distracted right now. I don't know where this is going. I I need help communicating. I pray at the start of every message to go, just get me out of the way. Mm -hmm. And all the crap that I say, just get me out of the way. And and that hearts would be soft and that God would speak. And it's not about me and and dancing around doing backflips or something like that, like a monkey. And (laughs) I'm sorry. Like you want to bargain with kids, go learn how to do a backflip. You'll be bugged every, every Friday night for a (laughs) backflip. To do a backflip. It's true. I would also like, let's keep on the very like serious note here for a second. I would say also when, (laughs) so I was, I'll give an example. When I, um, I was preaching with our preteens once and, like, I'm the type of, of guy who's, like, we need to actually teach them stuff and not just be, like, Jesus you loves you. you open a Bible at youth group? I do. Like, especially preteens. Impossible. I know. Because, like, I'm not just there to teach them morals. I'm there to, like, 
I hope they get saved. So, anyways, I was uh, we started and we were preaching through like the the story of the Bible. I was in Genesis, and um, it's the the verse in Genesis three where it's like, "I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. Mm-hmm. You shall bruise his heel, and he shall bruise yeah. your head." And so I was like, explain to them, like, this is a prophecy of Jesus and Jesus fulfilled this, um, and, and all this, all that stuff. Right. And I was, while I was saying, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're even like getting it because I toned it, like I didn't tone it down per se, but like I was bring trying to bring it to their level. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a hard thing to understand. So I'm like going on about, it. I'm like thinking up there, I hope they're getting this close off prayer. They all run out and go home. And then, so I thought like, oh, that was a flop. Like that, that one didn't go over well. But then one of my leaders came up to me and was like, I'd never heard that before. And he was like, he's like, that was so interesting. That was yeah. really good. Like I, I'm, that was awesome. I learned something from that. So even when you think you've flopped, you may have not flopped, you may have not flopped and God can still use your flop yeah. Yeah. as well. It's like in our weakness or something like that. Hey, it's, is that a verse? I'm, imagine if somebody wrote something about that and put it in a book. That should almost be inspired. Uh, it, maybe. Huh. Borderline. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, on that side though, youth pastors, don't be as hard on yourself as, as you may think you need to be. Because when things, this was a perfect example, you think you flop, all of a sudden... You know, things turned around. I've got, I've gotten home and, and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh, talking to my wife going, I, I just don't think tonight went well. And you get a text and it's one of your youth leaders or youth kid and they're like, hey, thanks for tonight. And you're mm-hmm. like, huh. You know, and, and I think there is that portion of humility where if you're humble, you'll see the Holy Spirit move. Yeah. And so don't be as hard on yourself unless you're preaching heresy, then quit. Yeah, then quit. <laughs> or, or reform your theology. Yeah. That go, would be go the first choice. Stuff. Go go learn. Be learned. Yeah. Be learned. And then you can keep then, working. Yeah, we'll allow it. <laughs> We're the ultimate authority <laughs> on which pastors get hired and yeah. fired. Yeah. Low man on the totem pole. And it's okay to fail. It is. That's the thing too. Yeah. Because I whenever I do a game or a night and it like seems like it doesn't go well, I always get feedback from yeah. people, whether it's my leaders or, or youth themselves. Like, did you like that game? Not really. Okay, mm-hmm. what was wrong with it? What didn't you like about it? And then you just, like, use that for, for yeah. your future as well. We do, at, at the end of each of our youth and preteen nights, and maybe this could be a best practice, not saying that we do anything the best or anything like that, yeah. but this could be a best practice. We have written a rubric out. And if you've been a in school, you, you know what a rubric is. We've written a rubric out, and it and it goes through about eight simple things. It's like... When kids walk through the door, were they connected with, or did the leaders just hang around and talk to each other? So that's like on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. And then they rate that, and they're like, "How was the game?" One to ten, and then it goes, "Were youth involved in the game?" <laughs> one to ten, and then it's like, "Was the message engaging?" One to ten. Was the gospel present in the message? Mm-hmm. How was small group? Um, did we see the Holy Spirit move in any way? And then I think rate the night as a whole or something like that. That that's about our rubric. The yeah. you know half a dozen questions or whatever. But it's the fact. It's not even that I care that leaders fill it out every night. Mm-hmm. But if we're reading it at the beginning and we're aware of what we're looking for out of the evenings, I think our expectations change. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. 
Yeah, and don't be the guy who's just like... Don't be that guy. Uh, don't be that guy who, like, you, you, if you set up something like a rubric or whatever, or you ask for what they thought, and they say, well, I don't think this really worked. Don't be the guy who's like, well, How no, you're dare. wrong. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's a that reason was I'm awesome. On, there's a reason I'm on staff, and you're just a peon volunteer. Yeah. Yeah, that is not the way it works. You're working with your youth yeah. leaders. You, your youth leaders are there, and they are the reason that group exists. Yeah. Not you <laughs> and your cushy corner office, but your youth pastor. So probably the closet. <laughs> your closet. Yeah, office. you've been locked away in a separate <laughs> side of the church yeah. because you're less important or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Youth Pastors Anonymous. We are looking forward to chatting with you further if you have any questions email us ypapodcast at gmail.com check us out on facebook soundcloud uh, itunes obviously hopefully you're listening through one of these venues and uh this has been ben and jerry or tom and jerry who even knows anymore somebody and jerry but jerry was not at that conference (laughs) (laughs) have a good week He's a man.